Hey everybody, Michael Lombardo here. Welcome to Awaken Podcast. We have a new show streaming every Monday here on the charismapodcastnetwork.com. We were releasing a show every Monday and Thursday. We're starting to release one every Monday now, but we're putting out video content like we used to a few years back on our YouTube channel. So go ahead and check out our YouTube channel. You can look up Michael Lombardo or Awaken Podcast and my channel will pop up there. And so we've got over 150 episodes of Awaken Podcast on Charisma Podcast Network. You can also access it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Audible, Google Play, anywhere that podcasts are listened to. But if you go to my channel, you won't have access to all the old audio we did with no video. So you have to go to Charisma Podcast Network or Apple Podcasts. But a lot of my new shows or all my new shows moving forward to start to have video content. So you'll be able to see that as well. And so I'm really excited about that. For those of you who are new to the show, like I said, every Monday, there'll be a new episode releasing. Ephesians 514 says, awake, awake, O sleeper, rise from the dead and Christ will shine on you. I believe the Lord is awakening our hearts to revelation, the spirit of wisdom and revelation so that we could truly know who we are in Christ, what he has done for us, who he wants to be through us so we could walk in our calling and we could truly make a difference in this world for the kingdom of heaven. So God is breathing on our hearts. He's awakening our hearts to truth and to revelation so that we can grow into the fullness of Christ here and now in the earth today. And so that is a heartbeat behind this show. Thank you so much for tuning in, for sharing this with your friends, for subscribing. It is truly a blessing. And I, and I mean that from the bottom of my heart. And today I have a great guest with me on the show No further ado, I want to dive right in so we have plenty of time for the content that we are going to explore today. His name is Jefferson Bethke. He is a New York Times bestselling author of Jesus Greater Than Religion, another book as well called It's Not What You Think, and another amazing book called To Hell With The Hustle. Um, He became an overnight YouTube sensation when his four-minute video, Why I Hate Religion But Love Jesus, went viral, which I saw back in 2009 or 2010, which is an awesome video. You need to tune into that. But it garnered over 6 million views within three days. Since then, over 34 million people have seen that around the world. Jefferson and his wife, they host a podcast called The Real Life Podcast each week. And they really have a desire to help families kind of come together as a team. And they have different online initiatives and they really want to see the families families flourish. And so anyways, he's got beautiful children. Him and his wife, they do so much together. Thank you, Jefferson, for joining me on the podcast today. Hey, thanks for having me. Awesome, man. Awesome. So for everyone who's been listening to Awaken Podcast, they kind of know the deal. I love to hear God's stories. I love to hear how God awakens people's hearts. Just mm. give us give us a little bit, man. How did you first come to know the Lord Jesus, man? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, so yeah, there's the long version, the medium, and the version, the short version. Uh, <laughs> yeah. The short version is I was I kind of was wasn't raised in a Christian household. Um, wasn't raised, but 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 was around it enough to kind of uh, and actually was in part of church culture with friends or youth groups, kind of bouncing around. To know the culture, know the stuff, but didn't really, it didn't ever take root, wasn't very serious. And so then high school comes along, college comes along, and I just kind of move on. I just kind of start making, you know, the worldly cultural decisions that you do uh, when the Lord hasn't, you know, impacted you in a great way. And then I was in Mm -hmm. college and just, yeah, over the course of a week, um, I got kicked off the baseball team. I got put on academic probation and my first serious girlfriend broke up with me. So it was like a, it was a dramatic week where I was like, oh man, that's not your best week. <laughs> yeah. Um, sure. And it was, and it was in that context that was kind of the first time where I really like froze and actually was like, whoa, like whatever, however I'm living led to this. Like my, like I, me in the driver's seat kind of leads to this. There's got to be a better way. 
And long story short, through that uh, became a discovery of some friends, some conversations, some books, um, and then the Lord just really awakening me and transforming me from from that moment. Awesome, man. I love I love to hear people's stories. I had a similar, you know, but in high school, I was just <laughs> crazy drinking, partying, mm-hmm. girls, the whole nine yards. I yeah. tried everything to make myself happy. It reminded me of Ecclesiastes where Solomon said, I had this, I had that, you yeah. know, I had money, I had girls, I had fame, I had wisdom, yeah. I had all these things. But at the end of the day, vanity of vanities. And I don't know, man, yes. I just turned to the Lord and I said, I broke my life. If you're really yeah. people say you are, I need you. And I just had an encounter yeah. with the love and the grace of God that changed my life, man. Called me, a, called me a son, and I didn't deserve it, you know. But he calls us all Amen. sons, and so, I love anyway, that. man. So yeah, you have an you have an awesome book that you're releasing here in a couple of weeks. It's it's launching the beginning mm-hmm. of September. It's called Take Back Your Family from Burnout, Chaos, Individualism, and the Nuclear Ideal. Tell us a little bit about uh, your passion behind this book, and also sort of the chain of events that took place to really put this message in your heart. Yeah. So as I talk about in chapter one, it was basically just a conversation through mentors, you know, and they just did family differently. And when I probed and kind of prodded them, it was very much them gleaning so much more over and against the Western model and really leaning in essentially to like um, a lot of Jewish roots, which then when you realize it's a lot of biblical roots, which then when you realize it's a lot more like Eastern, more med- more mid- uh, more multi-generational, just kind of all these values that kind of domino effect when you start, you know, peeling back the layers of the, of the onion. And through there, it kind of then threw me into Bible study and threw me into the scriptures and just realizing that, yeah, God has a, God does have a vision for families uh, being one of the primary conduits for his blessing in the world. And one of the primary agents that he actually goes about his mission mm-hmm. constantly. I mean, like the Genesis, it's a family. Uh, then after everyone messes up, it's another family, you know, mm-hmm. Noah, then after everyone messes up, it's another family, Abraham. And then after that, it's a nation, which is just a huge family, <laughs> yeah. um, you know, and then after that, it becomes, you know, Jesus and the language they use in Acts as family. So it's like, it's, that's actually like his primary model. So um, just kind of like understanding that leaning into that is kind of that, that that's kind of the premise I come to the book with and then kind of ask a bunch of questions and, and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you also start chapter one, I believe it is talking about a trip to Israel that you, uh, that you went on and kind of seeing it firsthand, just being in, in awe of like, wow, this is so not American, how we live life or whatever. I'd love to hear a little bit about that. Yeah. And so that was, um, 2000, I'm trying to even think back when that was, but yeah, a long time ago. And that was essentially that. So that, that, that's what I was saying when you kind of, when you see the way that, you know, people in other parts of the world live and how they operate in their family. There was just, you know, like what the, you know, the story tells being at this, you know, traditional Jewish Sabbath dinner and seeing just these generations and people uh, just all in and telling stories and the grandparents being honored and uh, kids like wanting to be there, teenagers, it just, it, it, it's powerful and special. And so then that was kind of the, well, what's going on there um, and realizing they just care their, their philosophy of family is why they're doing that. They believe, and, and it actually is what gives them more joy. It's just more powerful. It's more meaningful. Mm-hmm. Man, I love that. I love that so much, man. You, you mentioned in your subtitle, but also you have an entire chapter on it. You talk about the nuclear ideal and yeah. just about doing life as a family, as a team mm-hmm. with that model and that mentality. Because we all get stuck in the Western way of doing things. Hustle, husband's a provider. He yeah. comes home, the wife's with the kids. That's yeah. her job. That, you know, that's what she's doing. We're all busy. We all got a loaded schedule and all this yep. different stuff. We're all on like a separate pages and everything. And this is like the core message of the book kind of digging at that. Like, no, totally. it, doesn't need to, it doesn't need to be yeah. this way. We can, we can do it differently. Yeah. 
Totally. And also, sorry if you heard that uh, smoke alarm or whatever. So if that happens again, hopefully, <laughs> no you know, it's classic. Whenever you're trying to do a Zoom interview, wherever you wherever you go, there's always going to be something, right? <laughs> it makes a dog, it a chainsaw, man. a smoke it, alarm. Yeah. It, so it might happen real. again. So I might have to walk around and move in a sec. But yes. Uh, so essentially, that was one of the big things is realizing that, man, and that's why I kind of talk about the nuclear deal, that the nuclear family, at least in the Western model, sounds like the ideal that we think we're shooting for, but it actually is based in consumption and based in like safety and security and individual fulfillment. When God's idea family is, is so much more about turning your family from inward to outward. Like, no, no, you're created as a team to go bless and subdue the world. Um, And that is over and against this kind of like, let's just create a place where we're all super happy. That's kind of what I keep always saying about the nuclear ideal. Um, And so, yeah, that would be the difference. What what I, talking about there mm-hmm. and this this idea of like consumption of just kind of like how yeah. we just you know it's all about yeah. our individual happiness is what you spoke yeah. about everyone's trying to achieve happiness yeah. and achieve fulfillment and we're all like trying yeah. to consume if i have more things if i do this if yeah. i gain that or whatever then i'll eventually be happy and we all we have instagram yeah. we have facebook we have you know we see people's lives and how they're living in we're trying to strive to like gain that through different means or whatever and i know just not in this book and other books as well you really just on your podcast especially too you're always yeah. just like saying no we need to slow down we need to go back to the biblical model of sabbath mm-hmm. and and enjoying one another and 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 multi-generational blessing and all totally. these different things i'd love to explore that because we're all we're all hung up in that man yeah. we're all hung up in that's constantly yeah, I being think, well in the the the, the the way I talk in the book is like so much of the Western model is set up in consumption, but the biblical model is set up in contribution. Wow. Meaning like, yeah. what is it? What is, what are relationships based in? Are they based in like, how can I consume this thing to make me feel good? When the biblical model is how can I contribute or serve in a way to make me feel good? Meaning like, that's actually what Jesus says. Like when you, it's more blessed to give than receive, meaning it'll, it actually brings more joy when you live within God's vision. And so, yeah, so that, that's a huge part of it. And then talking about, and so then, so then that's like the first half of the book is talking about the big ideas. And then second half of the book is trying to then dig into the practicals. I'm like, okay, well, um, if that's the case, then how do we implement these tools? How do we, how do we lean into it? And so one of the most popular ones that people tend to take from this model, and I talk about in the book is, is cultivating a Sabbath of a, a day of rest, a day to delight in God, where you actually say no to being invited to things. You say yes to good food and good this and all that, you know, and good relationships, but in a, all that. And so like kind of, and what's crazy is when you do that once a week, it begins to actually form an identity in and around you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot of people, I think in the Western world too, we have this idea of this like separation between like the secular yeah. and the, and the spiritual. Yeah. And we need to go to church to be spiritual. We need to go to the house of prayer, totally. house of prayer to pray. Mm-hmm. But it's instead having this idea of like, no, we are all children of God. We're the righteous of God in yeah. Christ. God put us together as a family. We could host his presence together. We could learn from him. He's here with us, breaking bread with us. Like we can go fishing. We can, you know, go yeah. out and throw, totally. throw the ball with the kid. And Jesus is the center of literally everything but i just feel like god's breaking yeah. down these religious mindsets and he's just mm-hmm. he's trying to form the church and he's trying to bring us back to this to this family root and identity that is so biblical and you really you share a lot of scriptures about that and they talk about the garden of yeah. eden you talk about abraham yeah. you talk about all of that but i want to explore that a little more how is this family well first of all how did this really affect you and your wife i know that you share in your book how you guys had tension with this at first and yeah. then you grow into it how has it impacted your family yeah to give us a little well, more yeah. So I talk about that in the book too, of where, yeah, like, you know, we were just going down that assembly line of like typical family. And what it does is it tends to, um, you know, become this big tug of war of who's going to get their needs met, who's going to get their things. When, when teams don't tend to have those discussions, teams are, 
the individuals are all fulfilled on a team, by the way. It's never like where they're like someone's sinking, but it's actually you know, like, no, how are we going to put all of our giftings and wirings together to go attain something larger? So it's never wow. a question of like, well, here's a big tug of war, right? Which is what mm-hmm. most marriages tend to feel like, most families tend to feel like of like, it's just whoever's stronger, whoever has a better argument or whatever gets their way or gets, you know, gets mm-hmm. to do what they want while the other person's passions and desires take the back seat or whatever. And so no, it's like that, but teams don't operate like that. Teams actually say, how do we kind of put all of these super, how do we put all these powers together to kind of create a superpower? And this is a very different conversation. And so, yeah, so there was a lot of tension in our marriages. We had, we had to flip the script and be like, no, no, you're th- the thing that I used to not like, you know, in the pattern that maybe you do or that I do, um, you know, is actually something that is reframe that to be like, oh no, that's actually rounding out the team. That's filling a gap on the team that I didn't have, don't have. And so, but usually, you know, being tempted to resist it instead of that, welcome it so that we're actually more a well-rounded kind of unit. You know what I mean? Um, And so that like an easy example would be me and Alyssa, like she goes very slow. I go very fast. You know, I make decisions very fast. She makes decisions very slow. Mm-hmm. I make decisions more on impulse and she makes decisions more like needing to wait and think. Now that can really pry against each other. Um, or we can say, man, this is actually, when we let those work together, that creates a team that can be nimble, but yet still thoughtful, you know? Mm. Now, I like that because me and my wife are both fast, honestly. <laughs> me yeah. and my wife are both doers, go-getters, but at the same time, she's really like an idealist. She's a dreamer and I yeah. could, I'm, I'm that way too, but I'm also more on the practical side. So I'm always mm. like, okay, let's use wisdom at the right time. We need to do this and that. So yeah. that's one way that we really are a great team and I could see why God wired us and put us together. Yeah. At the same time, because of our pace, we can get a lot done together as a team, yeah. but there could also be tension if we don't get on the same page. And so yeah. that's a beautiful thing. But even just coming into this understanding of the family as a team, kind of going against like being a consumer and just like the, the yeah. wave, the wave of where the world's going, especially in America. I know you live in Hawaii, which is mm-hmm. a bit different than kind of yes. with more of a slower kind of lifestyle out there. But yeah. at the same time, what is it like just shifting and kind of going yeah. against like when you first started this, this, you know, yeah. new way of life and had to be like feeling like going against a current here. It is. And, and, it, and it always is. And even if you're in a slower pay place, mm-hmm. it's still relationally, you know, we're in a world now that just like you get asked to everything. You're asked to sign up for all these things and, you know, oh, all that sure. stuff. So, sure. yeah. So it is very much, you know, the analogy I use in the book is trying to live like a family team. You have to be prepared that it's swimming upstream, right? You can swim downstream by falling asleep. You can only swim upstream if you're like actively working. Yes. And so it, 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 it that's, you just have to like, rather than be um, caught off guard by that, and bummed by that. That's just actually part of the process. If you want to find God's design for your family, that's just kind of part of the, uh, I wouldn't call it collateral damage, but that's just kind of part of the bargain. Yeah. Well, we're always looking for the fastest, uh, yeah. easiest way to attain happiness, yep. <laughs> you yeah. know, just in general, you know, people are, yep. you know, looking for the fastest, easiest way to do things instead of no, like, listen, this is going to take some work, Yeah. but at the same time, we're working out our salvation with fear and trembling. And if we could truly yeah. get this thing, and we could truly, truly get it, then we'll experience a happiness that is deeper than we've ever experienced 100%. before. Yep. It's a peace that passes understanding, a peace not of this world, a peace that comes from Christ, who is the Prince of Peace. And so yeah. anyway, man, what would you say to people that they're living the, the frenzied life, you know, their mm. schedule's packed out. I got you know, several friends of mine that are like, oh, dude, I can't do this. I'm always, yeah. I'm always busy. It's almost like an identity thing as well. We were like yeah. identifying with the fact that I'm valuable because I'm busy. Like, yeah. What would you say to someone who's living that frenzied life, like just even baby steps in the right direction? Yeah. Well, I would say that's where you just have to lean into your relationship with the Lord because uh, for us to be like him, we need to act like him. And he was yeah. never 
hurried. You know what I mean? He was never hustling. He was never, now he was intentional. And there's probably some times where he did things with a certain speed, but he was never hurried or kind of uh, hasty. And so if you're feeling like your life looks like that, then spend more time with Jesus. You know what I mean? Because yeah. he, when you spend time in his presence, you become like him. His, he, his radiance, his glory, his goodness shines on you and it starts to become like you. And so whether it's just waiting and talking to him in the morning, whether it's thinking about him throughout the day, whether it's taking the slower, you know, my friend talked about talking about taking the slower line at the checkout on purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's these ways of like kind of just implementing, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. That that I think begins to align you with that and kind of helps be the antidote to that spirit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And myself, just I know, I know you know this because after the release of your YouTube video, you know, you start you yeah. start traveling a lot. You start doing your your yep. hand, It's not like you're doing nothing. Your hands in a lot of your you you and your ministry. Yeah. You're doing so many different things. But m- myself with ministry, but also in business. I'm in business, and there's this in sales. There's this mentality of hustle, hustle, grind, grind, hustle, hustle, yeah. grind, grind to make the the most sales. And so there's, I feel like there's got to be this tension of rest doesn't mean do nothing. Rest doesn't mean sit around and hope things get handed to you. But at the same time, we do it at peace and at pace with the Holy Spirit. There's got to be this tension of, no, I'm enjoying him. I'm not just going after the result. I'm after him and I'm doing Mm. it at his pace. But at the same time, like I've got activities in my life. There's got to be a tension. I feel like not a lot of people know how to navigate. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's what it comes down to being spirit led. Because when you just make a law and be like, oh, I'm just going to do go slower. I'm just going to do X. It's funny how that always, even then that tends to suck the light out life out of it. Right. That's where I think the spirit is so critical is that spirit is what's funny about the spirit is uh you know one step above or below the law however you want to call it tends to be what i call principle living meaning like you're, you're basing a certain behavior in principles but mm-hmm. principles are principles meaning they're not laws sure. right they're 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 kind of like uh patterns mm-hmm. that allow you to make informed decisions but principles can also be nudged based on no this is more wis- this is more wise to go this route etc mm-hmm. so i think like find really healthy principles and then be spirit led. And that tends to, uh, you know, kind of get both sides right. Yeah. For me, I found with like a lot of opportunity and like when there's like people tugging you in different directions, it's always just yeah. coming to that place of like, Lord, like, what are you calling me to yeah. do in this season? And if you're yep. calling me to something, I can't do all these other things that are pulling me away from that thing. And so it's like, Lord, like, is this you or is it not? It's a, it's, it's coming to him in that place of prayer and just being yeah. like, Father, like, what do you have for me? What are you breathing on in this season? Mm-hmm. Like, what is your favor on in this season? And if that's the case, I need to do this, first of all, with my family. And yes. we, we're doing this together. There's a, there's a calling, not just on me, but on my family. So we're doing this together. And there's these other things that are going to distract me, you know, take my energy away from the yeah. thing that I need to do. So I just like, it's so important to have that relationship with God where you're walking with him, you hear his voice, you're, you you know, you learn the spirit, like, mm-hmm. like like you said, where it's like, okay, yeah. this is what God's called me to. Therefore, I probably should pull away from or say no to other opportunities that align with that. Um, which, hey, at the end of the day, it's all about relationship with our father. Yeah. <laughs> just like Jesus. 100%. You only did yep. what his father asked him to do. And yes. so um, your book, Take Back Your Family. From burnout, chaos, individualism, and nuclear ideal. You have other books, you know, as well. Um, you have one about the hell with the hustle, which is probably goes <laughs> along with what we're talking about here yeah. a little bit. But um, just tell us a little bit about your ministry, how people can get you know these these resources yeah. and maybe some other things you're doing. Yeah, yeah. So doing a lot of that stuff, like you said, writing books. I would say the one place I would send people if they're if this you know is sparking conversation or making them think a certain way. Uh, familyteams.com is a, is a ministry we run with our mentors of ours, those people we actually had dinner with in Israel yeah. 10 years ago now that we're really close with. 
And that's, that's got, that's got endless. We got podcasts on there, books on there, courses on there. You can come to conferences of ours, et cetera, just to, or just a bunch of free blogs, you know, just it's, that's a, uh, definitely a hub of information and help. So we love sending people there. Um, and then, yeah, besides that, just kind of, you know, continuing to write, continuing to lean into the Lord, think about what he, you know, is trying to do in our culture and our moment right now, write about that, et cetera. But yeah, that's what's going on. Cool, man. Can you give us, can you give the listener um, one more blast of encouragement? Like at the end of the day, like this is yeah. a different way of living, a different lifestyle. Totally. When they grab a hold of your book, they're going to like, their minds yeah. will probably be blown. Like I'm living my life totally opposite. <laughs> We're yeah. in hustle culture. We're so busy. Like, yo, know, yeah. a nugget they could really grab yeah. hold of right now. Well, one thing I would say that I like, because sometimes people hear this, you get into parenting stuff and they immediately just feel so like uh, they can't measure up, they can't do it, they feel shame, they feel guilt, et cetera. To which I would say, be encouraged that it's the opposite when you lean into God's design as a family team. When you have to live to the nuclear ideal that culture presses, you feel like you have to look a certain way and act a certain way or else you're not, right? Or you have to give a level of happiness to your kids or whatever, or it's failing them or whatever. There's so many bars and pressures in that model when being a family team is the opposite, right? Like it's very much like actually, no, you're saying like, I can't do it alone. So we need each other. And when we do that, it'll alleviate everyone else's individual anxiety and pressure and burden. On top of that, notice how teams can look a bunch of different ways. So that's what's really encouraging too. When you start getting into family stuff, people are like, well, I'm divorced or I'm a blended family or I'm a single parent, you know, and they start feeling like, again, shame in comparison to the nuclear ideal, yeah. when a team can be anything, you, whatever you, whatever your team is today is your team. Like, so, yeah. you know, like stop trying to measure up and mission up is what I say. Meaning like, stop trying to measure up to who you think you need to be what family, and, and like mission up, meaning like, no, no, like God's already, are you like, God's already has a mission for you. Are you in on, it? Are, you, are you like, are you jumping in with them? Are you holding hands with them? So you can be a, you know, and every team looks different. Some, some teams have one coach, some teams have two coaches, some teams are mergers between two teams. You know, that'd be a blended family. Mm -hmm. Um, Some teams have a bunch of players. Some teams have no players, you know, some (laughs) are are starting to get players. Some teams have one player. Mm -hmm. You can go on and on. Like that's, that analogy is very uh, wide boundary, which I think is actually really encouraging to allow you just to realize, man, God has a place for you and, and needs your family. Yeah, I I like that because it's not just you know in you know mother father kids dynamically even yeah. if you're, even if you're single this applies yeah, because exactly. hey listen you're still building this lifestyle it's almost easier in some yeah. sense just with yourself kind of building this yep. lifestyle and ideal before you get married and start having kids yep. but then also what team am I supposed to be a part of right now whether it be your church or whether it be yeah. other activities like how could I best serve like you said how could I contribute exactly. and best serve yep. whether it be with this church or this ministry or this this group of friends I need the right team I need the right group of friends so I can yes. reach reach the place that I need to be and so all of that is extremely helpful man and so Anyways, I highly recommend grabbing a copy mm-hmm. of your book called Take Back Your Family. So when exactly is this thing releasing? Yeah, I think it's September 7th. So yeah, mm-hmm. it's anywhere books are sold and I'm really excited for it. Okay. Awesome, man. Well, your website again is, just tell us one more time. Uh, familyteams.com is where I'd probably send people. Familyteams.com. Awesome, man. That sounds good. Thanks so much for taking time and being on the yeah. podcast today. Thank you, man. This is a blast. I appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. For those who are watching, make sure to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast so we can get it out to more people so they could be encouraged, strengthened, blessed by the gospel of our Lord Jesus. Bless you guys, and I'll speak to you next time on Awaken Podcast. Hey guys, Michael Lombardo here. Uh, Just quickly, I just want to make a resource available to you. I wrote a book released with Destiny Image Publishers called Immersed in His Glory, a supernatural guide to experiencing 
and abiding in God's presence. My desire is for you to get to know the Lord in a experiential way, to break every barrier to experience God's presence in your everyday life. I've met people all over the world that are just hungry to know him, but just don't know how to get there, don't know how to experience Jesus in a deeper way. You know, what keeps you from encountering him in a greater way? Do you feel unfit to enter his presence? Do you feel stuck? Maybe you worry that you don't know enough to meet with God. Every human being is hardwired with a need for intimacy with God. When this need isn't met, we search elsewhere and we find ourselves broken and unfulfilled. But connecting with God is of utmost importance. And in this book, I'm just inviting you to experience this vital union with the Holy Spirit that is greater than you have ever imagined. A continuous fellowship with God where a lifestyle of miracles, visions, encounters becomes normal. All right, so in this book, you learn how to be free from self-condemnation, guilt, and shame through intimacy with the Holy Spirit. You learn how to um, have guidance from God as you experience His presence every day. You overcome lies that have held you back from experiencing more of God. You get a revelation of your inheritance that was already freely yours, you know, through the lavish gift of grace through Jesus. And so I just want to present this to you immersed in His glory. You can go to Amazon and find it there. You could also go to my website, lifepouredoutintl.org, lifepouredoutintl.org, or you can go to destinyimage.com. The audiobook is available as well on amazon.com as well as some video teachings at destinyimage.com and so bless you guys grab a copy of immersed in his glory thank you